If you plan to scale, you have to let go of the little things that eat up a lot of your time. 100%. Founders, CFOs, and other leaders need to stop thinking about how Invoicing. to save every little penny. Emails. And focus more on the bigger picture. So frequently, you hear people talk about you can growth scale that. I just need to drop vending machines scaling. all over the place with, with meat in it. And we talk about it so recklessly that some people don't understand that there's a differentiation between just growing and scaling your business. So today, we want to talk to you about growth versus scaling, more so with the focus on scaling. What's the difference and how it's changed our respective businesses? So, Chief. In this episode, we're going to give you, people in commerce and chill land, some ideas on how you can think about growth differently if you're really trying to scale. This is a very interesting season for both of our businesses because it seemed like for a while we were just working, plugging along with our heads down, getting stuff done. And then all of a sudden, somebody flipped the switch and the floodgates opened in a positive way. Would you say that's the case? Yeah, but it, when you say that, you're talking about on the growth side or you're talking about on the scale side? With scale. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> well, yeah, because it's different. It's it's different. So, But, yeah, we, we've experienced uh, both growth as well as um, as scaling. So what would you say the di biggest difference between just growing and actually scaling a business is? Yeah, so I kind of, like we kind of talked about before, and I think I wrote a post on LinkedIn about it too, because it was, um, which prompted today's episode. Yeah. It, it was just like this, especially when we were down at the conference and people say it like, they're like, Oh, Waleed, you know, what are like, what is something you think I should do to, to grow my laundry business? And it's important. Like I want, I want the business to grow. I want everybody else's business to grow, but we use the term, first of all, there's power in words. So when we used the, the, the last previous episode, I can't remember which one, they all become a blur to me now, sorry. But we talked about the word small business. Like I will refuse to call any of our businesses small business anymore. I don't care if it's still an idea in a book that I haven't launched yet or it's just a, it's just a web domain or whatever. It's not a small business. It's it's a business, right? And the business will be at different stages as it, as it progresses, as it grows. So we... The word was thrown around a lot, like, what can I do to grow my laundromat? Or what can I do to grow my pickup and delivery business? So I like to take a step back. Now, before, back in the day, you'd be like, oh, I want to grow the business. I'd be like, okay, you know, let's do marketing. Let's do this. Or, you know, what about are your drivers doing this? Or the attendants doing this? Customer service agents doing X, Y, and Z? Now, I really want to be specific in what we say and what we do. So if you're saying you want the business to grow, so I'm like, how you want it to grow? And do you want it to grow or do you want it to scale? And that's like the the big question I ask myself and ask others when we get in these conversations. Are we talking about growing the business or are we talking about scaling it? So I forgot what your question was. What do you see the biggest difference between just growing well, it's and like, scaling? It's expenses. Like we grew That's the biggest difference, our expenses? One of the biggest difference when I look at it, it's expenses. Because when we grew the business, it's it's like this linear relationship between revenue and expenses. We're growing it tremendously but we look at the top line revenue because we're like oh it's growing look we're doing more business but what's going on between the top line and the bottom line what's going on between it so if i'm growing the revenue but my expenses are growing 
at a, a very similar pace, then my profit is not is not growing. If you follow me. I think I understand what you're trying to say, but I don't think it came out the way that yeah, I'm you tired. Um, so let me let me I'm, put a different mental, spin on it. I'm mentally tired. Basically like this. If I if we could draw a chart here and somebody will do some graphics in this video, I'm sure it will happen. There's a there's a if there's a line graph. A linear right? relationship. Here, here's your here's your revenue growing, but your expenses are growing at the same rate as your exp- so the the difference between the two doesn't change. So it stays the same as it grows. So I'm getting more revenue, but I'm, my expenses are going up. So that's a standard growth model right. where there's a, there's a linear relationship between your expenses they and just, your revenue. They track each other. So as, as your revenues grow, your expenses grow, right. and the difference doesn't change. The difference with scaling is uh, like that crazy. there's an exponential right. impact to what you do. So wherein your expenses might go up on a linear basis, your revenues are going up exponentially. So you're getting more bang for the buck for the amount of resources, the time, the people, the money that you use when you are scaling as opposed to just standard growth. So let me take it to the... I said that, expenses. But go ahead, you take it. No, I... (laughs) I'm just messing around, go ahead. Uh, let me let me take us to the dictionary just to make it a little bit easier. The definition of growth, and there are a couple that I like. Number one, a stage in the process of growing with respect to size. Number two is full growth, the process of growing, progressive development or evolution, increase expansion. Or lastly, a producing, especially by growing fruits, of his own growth. So basically what you're putting in is resulting in more coming out. Um, now the definition of scale is to climb up or reach by means of a ladder. Yeah, no, that's not quite what we meant, but to reach the highest point of, or to surmount, to scale a mountain. So you are thinking about your goals, how do you get to the top of your goals as opposed to just taking minuscule steps there? Um, Another definition of of scale I like is to pattern, make, regulate, set, or estimate according to a sum rate or standard to adjust. And I think that speaks to once you get in a rhythm, once you have a system of growth and you do take those steps consistently, that will put you in a position to scale. So in other words, scaling is like... um, multi-pronged growth lastly a production schedule scaled to actual need often used to back down or up scale as used in scale down example imports or to arrange in a graduated series so think about a flight of stairs right you want to get to the top of the set of stairs but you have to do it gradually so scaling will help you do that so why, why are you making that face at me? I, I don't know. You read a bunch of definitions and I'm just like, okay. All right. So let's begin with the most common distinction between these two terms. In general, we think of growth in linear terms. A company adds new resources, capital, people, or technology, and its revenue increases as a result. By contrast, scaling is when revenue increases without a substantial increase in resources. Processes that scale are those that can be done en masse without extra effort 
if I send an email to 10 people or 1 million people, my effort is essentially the same. So while a chief is busy doing it, what was, what was that thing? Picture pages? You're like doing picture pages? I date myself. Picture pages, picture pages. Now it's time for picture pages. Time to get your crayons and your pencils. Um, we're going to talk about. I have no idea what that You never was. saw that on PBS? Nope. Not I think that it was old. like Can't relate. So to me, growth, right? So simple. Growth. This top line is your revenue. This bottom line is your expenses. There's a direct relationship between the two. The gap kind of stays the same between the two. Everybody follow? This one's going to mess your head up because this page has got lines on it, but sorry. Same idea. But here, the top line, again, is revenue. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The bottom line is my expenses. This is my business scaling. This is what I prefer. This here, it's nice. You're growing, but guess what? You're making... You're bringing in more money, but are you making more money? So let's talk to the people and explain how they get from here to here. From here. Well, I don't know. I can't tell them how to get from there to there. I'm going to give them some examples. I don't know what's going on in their business or the type of business they have. They're all unique. We are about to share five ways to scale your business. That's five ways to scale your business. You ready? Number one. No, I guess you are. Invest in company culture. Number two. Fire yourself from the little things. Somebody fire me today because I need a break. Number three. Where's my pink slip? Focus on your core strengths. Write me a pink slip. Fire me now. Number four. Invest in process management. And number five. Create scalable processes. So in the next few minutes, we're going to walk you through each of those steps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So invest in company culture. Um, I probably would have five more that would not be on the proper business list, but go ahead. Number one, invest in company culture. That's going to make my thing scale. Your thing? (laughs) Yeah, my thing, the soapbox. How is it going to make my thing scale? Company culture, like, yeah, we're going bowling, like blah, blah, blah. Okay. So what many companies realize that as they're scaling business, they need to bring in new talent. And the new talent may not have the same... Um, understanding of the company's goals may not have the same value system, may not have the same expectations as people who are more tenured with the firm. And so it's great to have this new talent, but how do you consistently pour into new team members what the company culture is? Is that, is that really something that's going to help me scale or is that just something to keep the investing in the company culture to keep it morale up and to keep it a, a, a good workplace as we scale but is that gonna is something that's gonna make me help me scale the business well make what my do you think grow? you just hired a several not your thing you the just soapbox <laughs> this, i'm talking about the soapbox <laughs> you just hired several new people at the soapbox do you think it's important that they understand the company culture yeah but but when i think of scaling i wouldn't say the company culture i think company culture is important but I'm not going to say that's the thing that's going to make me scale a business. When I when I, someone says to me, "How do I scale my business?" I'm thinking black and white. What's the what's the things I need to do? What are what are the, th- the steps I need to take? What are the strategy? What are the, the plan I need to implement so I could go from A to S? Like, how do I scale? All right, so let me break it down. To okay, you. break it down. When you are scaling, sometimes core values can get lost. I agree or muddled. I, that's what I was saying earlier. I agree with that. So let but me I, finish. But you, the statement can earlier was, "Can I finish? We're going to give you five steps to scale." Yeah. Can I finish? Okay, go ahead. All right. So when you when you renew your dedication to those values, you'll attract the best talent. 
It'll help you attain the best technology for analyzing and managing your financial data and clearly define how to continue to scale. Because what happens is many leaders like ourselves will get so caught up in scaling that we don't spend an adequate amount of time monitoring what's happening with our company cultures. And so we end up not having as cohesive a company culture as we need to successfully scale. And so you have to be, we encourage you to be, I encourage you to be, and hopefully Mr. Cope will get on the same page, to be extremely intentional about keeping your finger on the pulse of your company culture and looking at reevaluating your values to make sure that the values as you scale continue to represent the business that you have. Got it. Company culture. Number two, fire yourself from the little things. Fire okay, yourself from that, the little things. That's something you could tell somebody to do for the business scale. Okay, go. Like so you got if, me on number two. Her number you, two is my number one. Go. If you plan to scale, you have to let go of the little things that eat up a lot of your time. 100%. Founders, CFOs, and other leaders need to stop thinking about how Invoicing. to save every little penny. Emails. And focus more on the bigger picture. I'll give you an example. I was talking to my girlfriend, LT. We way, go way back to freshman year in college. And um, we've been going down this. Recently, we both participated in a prayer um, journey, a 40-day prayer journey. And so LT texted me this morning, and she was just like, I'm, I'm depressed because... I'm not getting the results that I need to get. And she needs to start I, praying all over again. I've been f spending she so much time doing so many things that I can't focus on the big things that I need to get done. So I sent her an encouraging message back. And it reminds me that sometimes. Were there five steps in the message that she had to execute? There were like two steps in the message. Okay, I'll take um, that. And, and, and an encouraging pra praise and, and worship song. Um, but. We cannot, as leaders of our respective businesses, regardless of how large your business is, we can't be so focused on the minutia of task that we don't recognize the gravity, the gravity of the big picture, right? So sometimes if you it in does, the picture, what happened? If you're in a frame, you can't see the picture. I think I heard that this morning. You heard that? I'm just saying, if, if, you, if you're, you're in, the frame, in the frame, you can't see the picture. You can't see the picture. Right. So. so is that what you told her in the two steps? No. Pray harder and get out the frame because you can't see the picture. No, no, no. So just remember not to get caught up in the little things. Don't be so busy looking for the pennies underground that fire you don't yourself. see the hundred dollar bills. Right. The, My number one, fire yourself. There's value in allowing other people to take care of the things that drain you of your time, energy, and get, resources. Get someone. It's oh, worth the Well, leading Jessica, I can't afford somebody. Fiverr. Upwork. TaskRabbit. Right. Virtual assistant. There's tons of places where you can hire people to do these little things that are consuming so much of your time. How many emails or phone calls are you answering? How many emails or phone calls are you missing? Because right. you're how many are you missing? Because you're doing something else that would really lead. Why is my mic so loose? That would lead to income or to sales leads. Like, how much of the stuff are you doing? And you're like, well, if I don't do it, this, that, and third, lies. You're lying to yourself. Trust me. Been there, done it. You're like, oh, I have to do this. 
Or if I don't do this, no, you don't. Somebody else can do it just as good as you. Check your ego at the door. You're not the best at what you do. You think you are, but you're not. And if you think we're running game. Trust me. I encourage you to spend one day and then How many burgers did Ray Kroc make? Anybody. I challenge you, anybody out there, Google it and tell me how many hamburgers did Ray Kroc make when he was when he took over McDonald's and he was expanding the franchise. How many burgers did he make? He didn't make burgers. He made deals. Exactly. Don't I, I bet you he probably burgers, didn't even know how to cook a burger. Just make deals. Don't mm. make burgers. Just <laughs> What are you deals. running for office? I'm going to get you a button. That says <laughs> that. I bet you, like, think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Like, let's really think about this and drill down. We're talking about being in business, building a business, running businesses. This like McDonald's, you go there. I don't know. The sign says served over two billion served. Over two billion served. Probably like it's probably more than that by now. Yeah. But whatever, two billion served, and the the person that's credited for the the explosive growth and scaling, scaling of the franchise of the business, didn't make burgers. I mean, if he had to, he did. But that wasn't where he posted. No, nah, trust me. Like I'm on the bet. I don't know the whole story, but I'm like. I bet you he didn't make too many burgers, if any at all. So real talk. If you, so that's scaling. Real talk. I encourage you to spend a minimum of one day, a maximum of five days, and track how you spend your time. At the end of that period, look and see if the, the places that you're spending the most time, the, the activities that you're spending the most time on, if those are the things that are really going to build your business or those are things that just keep you busy. If that's the case, I encourage you to reevaluate how you spend your time and to release some of those tasks and activities to someone else, whether it's your child, whether it's your spouse, whether it's somebody on Fiverr or one of the other Bro, resources. it's probably somebody in your firm right now that you can hand off half the stuff But they stuff might you be know. a solopreneur. Well, like Upwork, Fiverr, virtual assistant. I don't know. It's plenty of sites out there. Uh, or you might have distant, somebody that wants to help you, assistant. like a neighbor or former employee. There are people, and listen, here's the other piece. I bet you there are team members, those of you who have employees, team members, co-workers, staff, whatever term you want to use. I'm willing to bet if you went and you talked to them or you polled them or you sent the email, I bet you you have a group of team members who want to do more and you're just not giving it to them because you think you're the only one that could do it. You're right. stuck in a routine. Get out the frame so you could see the picture. That leads to number three, which is focus on your strengths. Focus on your strengths. I understand better than almost anyone that the temptation is to do everything. But you can't do everything well. What happens is that leads to um, you being sucked of your energy, you being sucked of your time, you being sucked of your energy, of your motivation and your resources. So as my Salesforce coach, Chris suggested to me earlier this year, focus and simplify. Focus on your core strengths, right? It's tempting to believe that diversification will be the catalyst that you need to scale. Focus, man. Wrong. Focus. Dead wrong. Wait, what are Dead we on wrong. number three? We're on number three, right there. Diversification, when it comes to your running your business, is really code word for distraction. That's right, distraction. Traction. It takes away from your traction. If you're going to get to the top of those stairs, you need as much traction as possible. So focus. What is it that you do well? What is it that you do better than anyone else that makes your business worth doing business with? But if you hear, but if a business is growing through ad hoc series of actions and decisions, those start to fall apart as you grow larger. What? What? What, what? are you talking about? 
What was that you just said? <laughs> and then what ad hoc? What what is this? You, if what are you? A business is growing through an ad hoc season of se- se- series of actions and decisions. Those start to fall apart as you grow larger. That, that is. What the fuck does that mean? Like, what that somebody, means? Can somebody translate that into regular business? What that talk? means is. If I, as the business leader, <laughs> are trying to am trying to do too many things, then I can't be good at any of those things, and then that will lead to gaps in how the overall business does. So I need yeah, to focus on what I could do best, and he needs to focus on what he can do. Clearly, best. this is an ad hoc series. <laughs> Look. So can you put it in simple English? It confusion, just means, listen, stop jumping around and just doing random stuff in your business. Confusion and inconsistency if you will got a, become chaos. If you got a cash like register, this episode hire right somebody to run the cash register. Don't jump from the cash register to go doing the books, to doing inventory, to doing sending out invoices, to answering the phone. Like, yeah. yeah whatever she said. Yeah, and then, the I'll, and then I'll, wait, hold on. And then I'll add if you have. <laughs> Are you ad hocing right now? No, I'm not ad hocing, but I'm adding. If you have employees and your employees are working from their own playbooks, then that is not oh, a yes. winning you need proposition. To, you need to that. Because that will mean. <laughs> because everybody's you doing will their not own thing. Have a consistent product or service, and your customers will not have. You need to shut that down immediately. You need. We talked about this in other episodes. You need to document everything. You need to put it in front of everybody and say, "Listen, this is how we answer the phone. There's one way we answer the phone. So no matter who calls, no matter who answers, they all get the same experience. One person can't answer the phones at your business and be like, "Hello, my name is Joe. Thank you for calling Coffee Box." Right. The next person answers the phone is like, "Hey, "Hey, what up? This is the coffee box. What you got brewing? Jim speaking. What can I brew for you?" Like people are going to be mad confused. It's got to be one way all the time. And like, if you got a food business or a service business or whatever it is, then your team members start doing things a different way. So now the burger tastes one way when Lau make it, it tastes another way when I make it, it tastes another way when Hamlin make it because Hamlin be like, "Oh, I want to put my own special little salt pepper mixture on it." Where, and then Lyle's putting Obey on it, and I'm just using salt like it says in the ingredients. And then people come and be like, one day it tastes this way, and one day it tastes that way. Like, it's got to be consistency. The big takeaway is achieving scale in your business requires a level of repeatable and predictable systems. Refining and developing those systems is how companies are able to go from thousands of customers to millions. Um, so focus on your core strengths. Billion served. So what's your next point? Number four, invest in process management. Okay. You need process. You need management. I'm going to agree with that. that. Um, Similar to outsourcing, process management requires requires you to leave the little things to others. The important factors here are to make sure that processes, as as Cope said, are documented and that others can pick them up without having to be shown step by step. Now we had right now working. They done booked five interviews since we've been sitting here. We had a situation just yesterday. There's another one. Just yesterday where I used um, to do that. Now I got somebody paying them who sits somewhere virtually and sits on the phone for four hours straight and books interviews appointments for us. That's scaling. Think about it. Can how many phone calls could I make a day if I was still sitting here? I'm sorry I interrupted you. That's okay. But this the this is like so prevalent to what we're talking about. Right. But you were going number no. Five. I, I was going to say something, but I'll just leave it at you know. Some of you may not know I studied engineering in college, so I'm like 
How'd that work out? I got a degree. <laughs> and for all Your intents and purposes, priceless. I am an engineer. You like you are like, an engineer. Like real You're just talk. not a practicing I'm engineer. I'm not. Well, I practice. I just don't practice for well, an you engineering company. You, you don't build things like engineer. Well, yeah, different build, type of I engineer. Build business. You build business. I'm I an industrial engineer. I'm building an industry right here every day. Trust and believe, as evidenced by all these gray hairs. Um, but my bestie Keisha. Her specialty in engineering Sub is Keisha. process. Keisha, I'm so happy you management. changed your LinkedIn photo. I'm so proud of you. Because that photo you had before, you know, you kind of look like my aunt. <laughs> Did you really just say that? She knows it. It's all love. Keisha know I got mad. She cracking up right now. I don't even think she watched Commerce Show. Keisha, are you a subscriber? Because if you aren't, then we'll have 301. Can you please subscribe, Keisha? I would greatly And I want to give a shout out to Father Jackson. Father Jackson is the father, former vicar at uh, St. Andrew's Episcopal Church, uh, which is the family church. <laughs> I just started from my so high funny. school, Where my high school bestie, Michelle, um, grew up. And so um, <laughs> St. Andrew's is like an adjunct family church for us as well and so michelle was telling someone at our recent class reunion our high school class reunion she was like oh yeah i heard about commerce and chill your podcast from father jackson we're like i was like what she's like nah for real but well she didn't say nah for real she's like father jackson says it's really good and he watches it all the time so father jackson <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you so much I was blown away when Michelle was like, yeah, Father Jackson. I was like. Father Jackson is a real good people. He's been good people She was like, he said it's really good. He said it's really good. I was just like, oh. Does Maybe he, we're going to have to have Father Jackson on Does he know day. this is radio? Talk ex about processes. Explicit. So now I'm like scared of what I got to say. Sorry, sorry, Father Jackson. I cursed in a couple episodes. Please forgive me. He probably heard <laughs> Don't go too far back in the episode library, please. Nonetheless, let's fast go. Let's go back to Keisha. So Keisha's specialty is process improvement. So she actually works for a large financial services firm and looks at their processes to figure out ways to make them better, make them more succinct so that the, the bank will get um, more. They can scale. They can scale. They have better results, more consistent results. And so if you may not be Keisha Slaughter, you may not be an engineer, you may not specialize in process improvement, but what processes can you manage for your business, be it a emerging business or be it an established business, be, right? Since we're not using anything. Small That's right. Businesses. Don't, don't you say small, I'm coming after you. Right. Um, but there are processes that you in your team use. How can you make those better? And if you don't have the time nor the skill set to improve your processes, then how do you outsource that? How do Hashtag you get help? Business. How do That's you go to a small business development hour. center? How do you leverage free oper free resources that are out there to get your processes in line? And then number five is once you have your processes managed, create scalable processes. <laughs> say you already talked about processes, but scalable processes, right? right? It's re it's re it's it's repeatable. Listen, it's it's like cake mix. Mm -hmm. You go in the store, you buy a cookie or cake mix. You just add water, stir, right? Or you get the one you got to add an egg. You just add the water. You add an egg. You stir it. You put it in the oven. Boom. It's like six steps. That's it. You got to create a system you know that's just you, repeatable. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and if repeat. You're doing, if you're cooking two boxes of cake instead of one, then you know how to scale that. If it says add one cup of water for one box, you add two. If it says add one egg, you add two. Or you're two. just making an assembly line. 
where somebody's standing in the beginning and they pour the mixture in the bowl. And then the bowl goes down a similar line. Next person cracks eggs into the bowl. Then the next person pours the water. The next person mixes it and the next one dumps it in the cake bowl and then slides it in the oven. And then you scale and you're making cake after cake after cake. And then you're making cake. Any other questions, ladies and gentlemen? Today's episode has been all about how to scale your business. Please take a moment and click down below and make a donation to the Commerce and Chill Scaling Fund because we will have more lessons for you to learn how to grow your, no, scale your business over time. And but without your donations, we can't grow. We're not so please, No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, so as we wrap up this episode, I wanted to leave you with two quotes on scaling. The first is, scaling is only difficult when you grow your organization like a tower instead of a city. That is, if you're trying to go straight up, Instead of building a strong foundation, it ain't going to happen. And that comes from Jurgen Apello. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Nothing. The second quote comes from Apple's Tim Cook. You can focus on things that are barriers or you can focus on scaling the wall or redefining the problem. We as entrepreneurs are problem solvers. And so as we scale our businesses, think of it as scaling the wall or redefining the problems or challenges in front of you. Once you do that through having the right company culture, firing yourself from the little things, managing your processes, creating scalable processes, you'll see that the wall becomes much shorter. The problem becomes more manageable and your growth will not be linear. It will be exponential. And we look forward to your sharing stories with us of how you are successfully scaling your business, whether it's through a product, whether it's through an opportunity, whether it's through a set of clients or an industry focus. Let us know how you're winning so that we can share it with the other people in Commerce and Chill Land. And we're going to continue to tell you how we win and when we don't win, how we learn. Because um, that's what we do here at Commerce and Chill. Any closing thoughts, Chief? No, I think you nailed it. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Commerce and Chill. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure that you hit us up in the DM, press like, subscribe, and send a message to Father Jackson. <laughs> yeah, what's Father Jackson? Thanks. How do we scale this podcast? That's my point. All right. Well, that's the challenge. We hopefully we, we can, can we come get up some with AI, by next week. some uh, VR. Send us your <laughs> comments on how we can scale Commerce and Chill. We're listening. Can't wait to hear. Oh, I might be reckless in the comments, but I'll be waiting. Sorry, right. I'm Jessica Johnson Cope. Wally. We'll see you soon.